So the good news is Amandla Mobi has just been honoured at the Tech for Global Good in the US very, very recently. In fact, I think it was last week. And really, this is on the back of the kind of work that they've been doing in the country. If you've never heard of Amandla.mobi, go to their website. It really essentially is an organisation that tries to mobilise South Africa using their phones to air their views. And often it is petitions and so on that they, they get you to, to buy into. So let's talk to the founder of Amanda.mobi, Koke Zumweti. Thank you so much. And listen, congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, it is the work of so many people just coming together. It's, it's important, Koketsu, that you mention that specifically because, for instance, an organization yourselves, like yourselves, are very clear. You don't take uh, donations from corporations. You refuse donations from any political party, any any big structure. You rely on the man on the street, everyday South African, to get your work done. That decision has, has, has obviously its own implications. Yes, yes, it does. We also take um, donations from values-aligned institutions, you know. But I think at the heart of it is just um, this idea that we will not, we are maintaining our independence. Mm -hmm. We will fiercely protect it. Mm -hmm. And this is part of why we are so picky about where we get money from. If your interests are not to serve those who are most affected by injustice, Mm. we do not want it. What what was at the core of what you wanted to achieve with Amandla.mobi? So I think at the core of um, Amandla.mobi is the belief that we are powerful when we act together, you know? Mm. When we we, um, come together and put together our time, our resources, our energy, Mm. we can build a new world, right? A world in which those most affected by injustice, black people, low-income black women, and gender non-conforming people in particular, mm. can move forward in such a way that the entire society moves forward. It's 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 a complex environment you work in because you you do a lot of petitioning, right? You do a lot of petitioning. You galvanize the numbers to try and, and get a voice, but oftentimes. Um, you know, I don't know how effective it is. You're going to have to tell us because there are ways in which government institutions and 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 sort of legal um, platforms can work around you. So can it essentially ignore the numbers in the voices that you present forward? Absolutely. I think this is why we think of our campaigns in such a holistic way, right? We're beyond the signature, you know, um, what are the other actions that can be done to shift the levers of power, um, whether it is a direct action, whether it is directly contacting a decision maker, you know. There are a variety of tools that we try to use in any single given campaign to try and shift things. Um, and for us, it is important. It is important that we are able to take these different these different actions together because, you know, it's so easy to feel isolated and alone, right? And to be ignored when you are just one of a few. But we race when we come together and we show that there are enough of us demanding this, there are enough of us willing to take X, Y, Z action and put at risk. Mm. then, yeah, we are able to shift the needle on stuff. The decision to use the mobile as your tool to reach and mobilize. Talk to me about that. Yes. Um, so the mobile device, South Africa is a country of many divisions, right? We're talking about the racial divisions, economic divisions, and amongst 
many, many others. But one of the few things that South Africans have in common is that they have at least access to one cell phone in one household, right? Mm-hmm. So it becomes such a critical, social way in which, um, yeah, you can bring people together at an at a scale at which most other platforms you are unable to do. And yeah, this is really why we are using the mobile device because it is accessible. Mm-hmm to particularly the constituency we are interested in. In fact, I've, I've seen a community that you guys have assisted where there is no electricity, there is no running water and so on, but and there is no things like, you know, they don't have fridges and TVs because there is no electricity. And, and all they ever galvanize to do is to charge the cell phone because it is their only means to communicate with the rest of the world and, and to be connected, so to speak. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, this is part of the reason that we are so mobile focused as well, right? Because over and above that, there's also issues of internet connectivity and so on. So for us, it is fundamentally about what is the platforms that people have access to in immediate reach. Hence, USSD, WhatsApp, you know, we're reaching out to meet people exactly where they are. My guest is Koketsu Meti, and uh, she's from Amandla.mobi. They've just been recognized and really lauded by the Tech for Global Good uh, in the U.S. And uh, we're really having a conversation about what it is that they want to achieve and why the world recognizes their wonderful work. I will also take your calls if you like. And if you want to speak to also Koketsu, you're more than welcome to give us a call. And I will also take those tweets and SMSs too. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Amanda.mobi have just been honored at the Tech for Global Good in the U.S. And we are now speaking to the founder, Amanda.mobi's executive director, Koketsu Medi. Koketsu, let's talk a little bit about some of the campaigns and, and really how on the ground this works. So um, I see that some of the campaigns that you are working on at the moment, for instance, is to demand network guarantee data will fall in if you get uh, the spectrum in South Africa. Just talk to us about how important that is as, as a campaign. Um, so for us, the issue is with data, with data, with the cost of data, is particularly that low-income consumers pay so much more per megabyte, right, mm. for data. And what we are saying is that, so for a very long time, mobile network operators have been claiming that they are charging these exorbitant rates because Spectrum has not been released. Mm. But we are saying that they have been unable to provide any any justification at all for charging a poverty premium, right? And therefore, the Spectrum must, must ensure that when it is handed out, it must explicitly ensure that there is a commitment to reduce the price discrimination between wealthier consumers and low-income consumers as part of that process. Because otherwise, we cannot guarantee that Spectrum, the release of Spectrum will be enough. As has been proven, this has been affirmed by the Competition Commission, which did an inquiry into the cost of data in South Africa, among many, many other studies as well. So obviously, this is something that a lot of people would rally behind. Um, A lot of South Africans have been calling for this data to fall. How then does an individual like myself at home support your campaign? 
So it's as simple as you can find us on WhatsApp. You can find us. It's, all the details are on our website. And you can visit www.mandla.movi. And what essentially happens is you can sign on to the particular campaign, right? Mm-hmm. And we then have a way to keep you updated on further actions that will be taken by the campaign. Mm-hmm. So like with this data must fall process, right? We've had a number of variety of actions where we've had people who volunteered and have done door-to-doors, you know, to enable people to make submissions to both the CASA and the Competition Commission, among many other actions. So these different points at which, you know, people can get involved in different ways, but the signature is the first point of enabling us to keep in touch with you mm. and keep you updated on the different actions. You also call for communities to reach out if they've got a a pressing issue. So if there's an issue that they're unable to register, and I know at some point when we were headed to the elections, there were communities who were saying, listen, we we are not recognized by anybody. Um, And for various reasons, because we're an informal settlement and so on, we we are in no man's land, so to speak, and we need your help. What kind of issues would you take up? So for us, our first point of departure will always be, how does this issue affect low-income black women and gender non-conforming people, right? Mm-hmm. We know that black women, low-income black women, make a, are the primary caregivers of a lot of households in South Africa, the majority of households, mm-hmm. and are therefore disproportionately affected by any injustice, right? Mm-hmm. And so for us, that's a starting point. But at the same time, we also go into the values alignment, right? Um, we are completely anti-racist. We are unapologetically pro-women and so on. So for us, it's really, does this campaign hold the values of the just world we want to build? And if so, we will throw our backs behind it and support people to run their own campaign. Listen to this. Uh, this is a very interesting one. So here's an SMS. Uh, it says the problem with promoting mobile communication is that the number of people around the world with illness related to base station radiation exposure is increasing dramatically. This will eventually mean needing to roll back on mobile use. We need to look forward to this rather than continue on with our heads in the sand. This is Jason in Cape Town. From my understanding, and help me out here, Kokezo, uh, that is not proven to be true. Um, that would be my understanding too, but I am no expert on that. <laughs> um, the only thing I can truly respond on the matter is that people are using cell phones. This is where people are at. And cell phones have become such an important way and one of the ways people most connect to the internet and used to, you know, keep in touch with each other and things they are passionate about. Mm. And I suppose one has to measure what's a priority at, at a certain point. And so you would pick your battles and not necessarily manage everything. Um, as I said, you know, you, 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 re- you reach out to communities, you're asking them to, uh, to, to, to reach out to you. Is there a specific way that the people can get hold of you if they've got an issue that they need you to help them with? Absolutely. Um, people can get in touch at hola at amandla.mobi. And alternatively, if people are keen to set up their own campaigns and we will support them through, you can go to www.awetu.mobi.
Yeah. Mm. And I think the key thing of all of this is that we are powerful when we act together, as I've said. No single organization or individual, you know, is ever going to change things on their own. Mm -hmm. And this is why for us, partnerships are so, so critical. We want to be working with others and building this ecosystem that moves us collectively forward. Because we're challenging corporates and governments with so much more resources and capacity than we do, right? Mm -hmm. But when we come together we can really do that. You are demanding other things as well. And and I just want to know from you, because you've done the work on the ground, do you think there is a political will to deal with gender-based violence? <laughs> um, so at this point in time, um, I mean, given the midterm budget speech and a lot of things that have happened, right, mm-hmm. what we are seeing is that there is a lot of empty promises, you know, that this and that is going to happen but we are not seeing resources being diverted to that, right? If there's anything that will tell you about where, you know, government and the state's priorities are, it is how funding is allocated and what is being resourced. I mean, for us, one of the concerns that always keeps coming up is that there is no money. There is no money for this. But we're living in a country in which, you know, ministers are living lives of luxury at our expense. Yet here we are dying, right? We hear numbers every day, you know, from corruption. This amount has been lost. This amount that has been lost. There's a lot of holes that can be plugged. Corporate income tax has decreased over the years, right? So in essence, a lot of us ordinary people are subsidizing big corporates so much. So there are ways that these funds can be put together. But again, I come back to if you want to make claims about your commitment and give life to a commitment against gender-based violence, you will put money where you you will put the money to do exactly and, that. And this is obviously one of the campaigns that you are rallying people behind to say, let's get government to put more money behind gender-based violence. Go get it's always lovely talking to you. Thanks so much for making the time to talk to us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, Amandla.mobi, Executive Director. Go to the website and, and see for yourself the kind of campaigns that they are uh, they're doing at the moment. Really something to think about. Thanks very much to Koketo Mueti from Amandla.mobi. Two o'clock now. Let's go to Uzi Lesaku for the latest in news.